Exactly. I was, I was talking during that one. There to turn huh? the lights on. Well, now they're all on separate channels, so I can't really do it all in one time. And I turned so. backwards purposely because of that. Bull, bull. Wow. Clever. Thinking ahead. Thinking ahead. Are you thinking yeah. ahead? Huh? Thinking of heads. What? You know we didn't. We turned the lava lamps back on. There we go. Ooh, yeah. We should probably turn the lava lamps back on. Yeah. You know what else we should probably turn on? The lights. <laughs> we're going through the maelstrom. You make me when you were doing that. It made me think of chop suey. Wake up! Why don't you put on a little makeup? Sing it, Jeff. Welcome to episode four. Why'd you leave the kids upon the table? Of swords and lasers. Keys, not kids. What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? I was like, what a poor mom. You understand when you're older. No, I just didn't hear what they said. It's when your body changes and yeah, you figure it out. <laughs> I just didn't. Don't give him the talk. What are you doing? <laughs> He's not doing anything. <laughs> Literally not touching that. Um, so that one's like what you get. This for is what happens with the when you mess with the lights. Also, Dom, you didn't restart the timer. <laughs> oh darn. <laughs> this is almost as bad of a train wreck as the first one was. <laughs> Just getting the giggles out. Just. Somebody. Oh, that's why. What'd you do? That's stupid. What'd you do? So if it's about to die, it just flashes. Well, at least now you know it's about to die. You should probably change that. Just turn it off and turn it back on again. Y'all, instead of that an hour and twenty minutes. Hmm. Did we want to just restart this? No. The counter is going down, so yeah. Alright, let's restart it. Damn it. Stop the recording on the audio thing. I mean, just literally. Oh, we can just start. I didn't have to like separate the recordings because it's easier, but. It's fine. Are we actually re rolling everything or what? No. No, don't worry about it. Okay. This is take two of episode four. That backlight, though. Mmm. That backlight, though. What? 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 Sexy. What? Sexy. What? Quack. 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 Moin. You want to turn on the lights? <laughs> we didn't pay the electricity bill this month. So we had this to do in month? The dark. Was the billing period like uh, five minutes ago? Yes. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask me how we're able to keep the lava lamps on, but not the actual lights. Um, that are battery powered. Um. Uh, no, I got nothing. <laughs> yeah, that. Oh Welcome to episode four <laughs> of Swords and Lasers. One of our lights is being dumb. Cut. <laughs> and flashing. All right. Oh, well, it's good for the time being. <laughs> this is going to be. Don't trust it, or just don't turn it off and yeah, turn it back it on off. again. Okay, we'll restart this. All the single ladies. All the single ladies. Over forty. Okay. Or take three. Take forty-five. Zach, okay. fuck this one up again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is take three. Of episode four of Swords and Lasers. Whoever thought that podcast would have takes?
Well, it was pre-recorded. What do you mean, Zach? This is the first time that we're trying to record this episode. No, it's not. There's like 45 minutes before this where we're sitting there trying to figure out how A week after the Deadpool one. Welcome, everybody, to episode four of Swords and Lasers. Definitely not being recorded after the last (laughs) episode where we covered Deadpool. Just like the last one, this one's going to be a little bit shorter at around 30 minutes. Uh, And it's going to be exclusively about Solo, which I will actually have a conversation in versus Deadpool. I am Jeff. I'm Natalie. I'm Zach. I'm Dom. All right. Dom, what? Dom? I said Dom. Dom, 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 Dom. both are correct, but... How did that feel? How did that feel, Dom? Do you feel attacked right now? I thought we had something special going on, Jeff, with Star Wars. Where did you see that? Because I'm not finding it anywhere. Don't trust anybody. Not even your friends. Oh, yeah. By the way, I should probably mention that there's a huge spoiler warning for Solo. So if you haven't seen it, you know, all that jazz. Is there really a huge spoiler warning? Because we haven't talked about Solo for the past two minutes we've been on the podcast. Yeah, but we're going to. At least Are that's we? the plan. Unless like my that plan is just to, to derail this thing as much as I can. All right. Oh my god. I should have done this in the last one since I didn't really have much to say. Should just derailed it. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm more creative than you, so it makes sense. Live and learn. So solo. Um, so low. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey. hey. Fucking die. Uh, I enjoyed it for what it was. Not my favorite Star Wars movie, but I liked it. it I liked was... it better than Rogue One. Oh, really? Yeah, but I think that's mainly because it's familiar characters, so mm. I had attachments to them and cared more. What are you looking at me for? Rogue One is better. What are you looking at me for? Your opinion. I thought you were still going. Oh. It Clearly like, not. No, it literally sounded like you're, you're going to have more to say. And I'm just, he's just looking Clearly at me. Clearly the problem is that two weeks ago I was gone. So now the social dynamic is off with me being here. You know, two weeks ago. Because you, you guys missed me so much. Two weeks ago you were gone. And it was probably the most organized that we have been on this podcast. Didn't be fucking honest about it. <laughs> oh. So what I'm hearing is he's the problem. Yeah. I'm done for now. You're going to say your damn like review, to- Dom? You're the problem right now. Who said it was my turn? I did. I did. Did we ever start saying when it's people's turn? I'm no. saying that I, don't know, I Jeff, am. Jeff, is it your turn? No, I already said my piece. Okay, well I'm then. I'm saying that I am finished for now. You may proceed. Oh, thank you. Well, Zach, you can say something. I don't want to. It's your turn. Fine. Okay, fine. Actually, I liked Rogue One more than this movie, but that's besides the point. I thought this movie was really fun, but I know that's what everyone's saying on the internet, and it's Aside from the haters. <laughs> now that's going to get picked up on the mics and it's going to sound was, bad. That's why I was doing that. So that he would stop tapping the table. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I thought you just wanted to touch him, hold his hand. And I thought help the him through this no. moment. one was going to be a train wreck and this one. Just <laughs> no, it was a train wreck. And this one's going to just be just as bad. It's going to be more of a train wreck just than as the, the production of the solo. movie. <laughs> I hate you. No, but anyway, yeah, I thought it was a really fun movie. Um, some of it was kind of flat for me, just like some of those scenes or whatever. What do you mean flat? It just kind of felt it with some of the scenes. Okay. Just a little dull, maybe. Like, a little meh. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it was better than I thought going into it, like, than I thought it would be. But, I mean, I like you two. I like Rogue One better, just personally. Um, Solo, I feel like it was definitely better the second time, like most movies are anyways. Oh, you saw it twice? Yeah, but it's not something that I'm, like, I'm dying to see again. Like, I can wait, you know, to see it again. That's where his money went. <laughs> That's why you didn't see Deadpool. I, it was an occasion. <laughs> so. Well, our, our friend came in town, so we, we, he hadn't seen he hadn't seen really like any movies in the past like year. So, because um, he's been up in like the woods and stuff. So, yeah, we went and saw the solo movie a second time shortly after, like two days like after. Two days after, yeah. Um, yeah, I would kind of agree. It's better the second time. I feel like it has an identity crisis, and there's like a good amount of the movie that can be cut out. And that would honestly make a better movie if you were just to cut out certain bits um, and just leave it to the audience imagination. But I know with like, it's an anthology movie. It's supposed to be about this and take, they're taking their, you know, they're basically trying to recreate Marvel with Star Wars, but backwards. And so they're taking the Marvel approach where they have to tell you every single little thing. And it gets really, it's, yeah, I wish they didn't do that. I wish it was more uh, like... Oh, you don't need to know this exact detail, like how he got his last name and stuff. I think that was one of the problems with this movie of like why it kind of, it's bombing is that uh, people didn't ask for this movie to be made. Like no one really cared about Holland Solo's origins. Yeah, we got it through the old Legends comics, books, whatever. But again, we didn't ask for this to be on the big screen. Like it wasn't in demand the way Obi-Wan is uh, or even that new Boba Fett that was announced. Uh, that and the actors, the main actors getting a lot of hate and stuff, which... In, in all honesty, if he wasn't wearing the solo outfit and didn't have Chewbacca there with him, I I wouldn't have known. I still thought he did yeah. pretty well. Acting-wise, I thought he did a good job. Uh, Apparently, he, he had to have lessons. That, but he has to emulate Harrison Ford. That's why he had lessons. It's not... Not that he couldn't act. It's not that he couldn't act because, like, just when I watched the it the second time, stuff, when maybe. I watched it the second time, oddly enough, like... I was like, "Oh, this is a Star Wars movie. It's not a, it's not Han Solo's like story." And that's unfair for Alden Ehrenreich, just because like he's his job as an actor is to play a part, you know, to his interpretation for any given movie. But in this particular case, he has to fit the role that's already been pre. Uh, I forgot what the, what the word is, but anyway, like it's already been decided by Harrison Ford for like his portrayal of Han Solo so now people have this one image of Han Solo the same way as you could say Hugh Jackman is Wolverine uh Hans or sorry Harrison Ford is Indiana Jones you know like if someone else were trying to fill those shoes everyone's gonna have that bias like nope no it can replace this actor because this is what we've been seeing for like 10 plus years you know no I get it and it's big shoes to fill um but I don't know like I don't know what the other options were out there but it, not much know. Somebody actually, I saw somebody do kind of a comparison, like images of like him giving the smirk and then Harrison Ford giving the smirk and then like, you know, like that kinds of things. Um, and like, honestly, it wasn't that far off, like looks wise, just there's a stark difference between the two when you actually like watch it on a movie, if that makes sense. Like he had the mannerisms right at sometimes. It's just like he doesn't look anything like Harrison Ford. So that's what makes it kind of difficult to be like, oh, this is Han Solo. Like, it may, it's kind of difficult to come at it from that angle. I will admit, when I watched the movie, like, 
I was all for his acting. Like, I think his acting was fine, but the fact that it wasn't like Harrison Ford physique, that's kind of what threw me off because I already have this visual what Han Solo should be. And again, that's unfair to him as an actor, but that's probably another reason why this movie, or at least this Han Solo was not really well received. But I know there was, I don't know if it's true or not, but I know this thing was going around like in this past week where it was revealed that another actor had auditioned for the role and it was the this actor I don't know his name and Jeff I don't know if you want to look it up but it was the guy that played Harrison Ford's younger version in the Age of Adeline movie and his acting and that was like he looks like Harrison Ford like a younger version of him in real life and he sounded like him when he was younger so people were like why didn't you pick him and then uh Jonathan Kasdan said like oh yeah we definitely considered him because like he was a fan favorite but we ultimately liked what Alden Ehrenreich did and so now even me I'm like why didn't you pick him like he would seem like the better alternative like you bring up a good point mm. too like what about the people that have played the actors that have played the younger Indiana Jones I mean, what if they can't actually act, regardless if they look so much like them? Like, would you rather have somebody who's actually able to act really well versus somebody who looks really similar? That's true, like, too. Maybe but, Alden was the best actor out of all of them, but, you know, he looked similar to him. Like, it was close enough. Yeah, like they were happy with it. So it's like at that point, it's it's all, at that point, it's almost like do you want qual- you know quality over quantity that kind of thing. Yeah, and apparently yeah. the whole acting coach thing, like that was a whole drama added to the production issues. But apparently, like it's not an uncommon thing in in mm-hmm. Hollywood to have coaches. Like even Gary Oldman, who's like a senior actor, like well known, really good, he still has an acting coach on set of his movies. So when I heard that, I'm like. Why are, then why is this an issue with Alden Ehrenreich? Why? Because he's a kid? Like, it's or because not a kid, the mainstream like audience who saw this movie, they don't understand how a lot of like Hollywood works. Not necessarily saying that I know, well, I probably do know a little bit more, but I'm not like an expert at it. But it's like whenever you have like mainstream people, they're like, oh, you know, then they think they know everything. And it's like, oh, they had to hire an acting coach regardless if they do that on every set. I mean, they don't know that people do it on every set. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's everyone who's an actor pretty much has an acting coach at some point or another. Mm. And this dude's fairly young. So it's like he could just have somebody that he likes working with that's able to help him get to where he needs to be for the scene or whatnot. I don't know exactly what the acting coach entailed, but it could have been yeah. during like the whole improv that Lord Miller were trying to do with this movie. So maybe that's what he needed it for. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think there were parts that definitely worked and parts that didn't like parts where it felt like, Han Solo, and then parts where it's like, I mean, this is Han Solo, but it's a different, you know, person, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, the, the part that stands out was, um, I think when, when they're in the, they're in uh, Dryden's, like, uh, uh, what do you want to call it? Ship, whatever, right? And um, I think they were talking to Kira, and, mm-hmm. like, they walk away, and then Chewie says something, and then Han's like, you're touchy, you know, like that, that quick comeback. And that, that, to me, felt like Han Solo. That felt like a Han Solo thing. But then yeah. other things were kind of like, eh. you know. But I feel like overall, he didn't do that bad. Yeah, overall, I enjoyed it. But I did like the supporting actor and actress more. But that might just be because I'm more familiar with them. Yeah. L3 is probably my favorite character in this whole thing. Oh, my gosh. I loved L3. Yeah, so sassy. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. It's a different personality. 
I mean, we got something kind of like the sassiness from like K2 and Rogue One. Mm -hmm. But he, this was on like another level. Like this was over the top. I want equal rights. Yeah, but it was it was all the time. It was over the top all the time. And I loved it. And it's cool how she's uploaded into the ship. So in Empire, when C-3PO is like, I don't know where... You know, your ship learned to communicate, but it has the most unusual dialect. It's yeah. like, it's L3, and it's kind of a cool cool thing that I didn't even notice until afterwards. Yeah. You know? But I thought she was a really good character. I think they killed her off too soon. Yeah, I kind of felt sad for her when, when she just met her ending. I'm like, she was trying to do a good thing. I'm like, save her, save her. It's like, nope, we got to, you know, get her cortex to boost the ship's power or something. I'm like, damn. Congratulations, you've been liberated. Now scoot. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a good character. And then, obviously, standout Donald Glover as Lando was really good. And yeah. I, I was actually, I wasn't surprised, but I liked him a lot more than I thought I would, you know, because I'm not. I mean, he is the best choice you can possibly come up with, like him or Idris Elba, but Idris Elba is way too old and doesn't really look like uh, the original Lando. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. like I've seen or like I have seen a lot of Donald Glover without you like you haven't seen that much of them right exactly so it was kind of funny for me because there were some scenes where i was like hey it's troy from community because it was like the whole scene with like the cape was like no that was a priceless piece like that part like the way he said that it totally reminded me of him when he was like in community and stuff hmm. but he's a yeah he's a he's a really talented guy yeah and i loved him as lando it was he worked yeah i thought he had like he had the same charm the smoothness you know like just the way uh Billy D. Williams had it, so I'm just like, yeah, it's on, it's on par. Like, it's really good. Yep. And then we have a whole cast of characters. I have a um, question for you guys who know the lore and stuff. Um, what role does Kira play? She's a new character. Oh, okay. Yeah. One they just introduced? Yep. Actually, yeah. a piece of uh, off-the-side information, Kira was the original name for Ray. Mm -hmm. And the mm -hmm. new sequel trilogy, but then they just tossed and, and just named her Ray, and then they give Kira this to this whole new character persona. Except yeah. it was K I R A. Yeah. yeah. Instead of K H. But she's she's new, uh, which is kind of funny that she's a new character. But then they pair her up with the biggest reveal of this whole movie, which was Darth Maul. Maul. Oh, or Maul. Man. That's right. I, I, sh I should know that. It's not Maul. Yeah. Maul. It's just Maul. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was when that when that hologram came up, and I'm like, oh, who is this? Like, like who's this baddie? You know, from the sidelines. Who who are they gonna introduce? And then I just heard like, uh, Sam Weber's voice. I'm like, no way. I they, oops. I'm like, no way. Is that is that is that who I think it is? Is that Darth Maul? Oh my gosh, it's Darth Maul. Oh my I gosh. knew as soon as I saw the legs. Yes. I was like, I was like, are they doing this? And then I heard Sam Witwer because you know. As a huge fan of Rebels and Clone Wars, like Sam Witwer's voice is like ingrained in my head. Mm -hmm. So the minute he spoke, I was like, "They're doing this." I was like, "I, I don't know." Yeah, I had a slightly different reaction because I knew Darth Maul was a, like alive, like canon and stuff. But my friend, like Jeff and I, walked went in. There was like maybe ten people in the theater besides us, and there was also my my like childhood friends who like just happened to be watching the movie the same day like we bumped into them in the parking lot and stuff and he like looked at me and was like he's like isn't he dead and i was like no he's not he's alive he's like but he got cut in half i was like but he has robot legs he's like well that's dumb i was like it's star wars <laughs> like it doesn't matter yep 
It's like, do you not so, know yeah. what Darth Vader is or who he the, is? <laughs> the slight problem that I think like a lot of people might have had with uh, Solo is that a, not a lot of people might not have known that Darth Maul, well, Maul is alive. Yeah, not not so, the general community. That's why I feel like a lot of people might be dissing this movie because they're like, well, that's stupid. They didn't. They brought him back just to bring him back, not realizing that he's actually been alive this entire time. Well, it might be a ploy though to get them to watch the animated series though. It could be, but at the same time, there's not enough information given in the actual story itself to be like, oh, he was in Clone Wars and he was in Rebels. Like, so I really don't, I really don't know. They, not, they also opened it up for whatever Maul wants to do with Kira, you know? Yeah. Like this whole, so whether they're going to tell that in a comic or in a book or, I mean, I want to say hopefully another film, but I also want to be careful with that. Because, uh, yeah, you know, it's like I would love to see Maul in more live action films, but at yeah. the same time, it's like uh, it, it, they need to do it right. And that's what I'd be worried about. Yeah, I would know. love to see Maul back on the big screen because, like, he had so little screen time in Phantom Menace. And, like, a lot of people said, like, he was probably like one of the shining jewels of Phantom Menace, he especially is the shining jewel. Like especially Phantom the Menace. the ending fight scene, like yeah. that's that's always in everyone's mind. Like, oh yeah, that was like the really cool choreography, blah blah blah. Especially because Duel of Fates, which is like the best song in the prequels. Yeah, it also makes me hopeful for the Obi Wan uh, standalone because um, you were saying you'd like to see him on Tatooine and stuff, and what he's doing there doesn't Maul find him on Tatooine and face him again? He does, but I don't want to see that in a Kenobi movie. Well, oh. Wasn't that also already addressed? It, it, it yeah, was. It's already the, cartoon. Cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. the whole plot line of Maul on Tatooine was completely covered in Rebels, and I really want to avoid them bringing stuff from Rebels and Clone Wars into live action like that. Because it's just retelling Actually. something that we've already seen. Yes, and but a lot of people haven't seen the animated series. And you know a lot how, of people, older people, think cartoons are stupid and just for kids, so they'd rather see it on the big screen. Well, you know how, like, Jeff and I were talking about this, but Boba is essentially just a hired gun and stuff? Well, it might actually be kind of cool if that's the meeting point between Han Solo and Boba is, like, Boba gets hired by... Maul? by Maul or whatever, and Kira tells Maul that he has all of the coaxium or whatever, and maybe that's why, that's how they meet, something like that. Like, that could be a possible avenue for where they're going to go with this. Like, maybe that is where the the Boba Fett movie is really going to go, is he's a hired gun by Maul, because essentially he's a mob boss currently, so. It's definitely a possibility. Or hired by the Fets. Yeah, because Boba is known to work specifically for Jabba, aside from whatever else he picks on. But I know Alden Ehrenreich is signed up for like three movies, but depending on how this one goes by the end of its he's, run. He's they haven't made their money back. Yeah, he signed up for three Star Wars movies, and but this one, like it's bombing, they may not do another like Han Solo. They don't need to do another Solo movie. Well, it's the, not confirmed if it's like a, like a Han Solo trilogy. Like that's not the wording that I saw. It's just he signed up for, for three, three movies. movies. Yeah, Which, so it could be like, Boba Fett, you know, right. he's, he's a character in there. They're probably going to pull an Iron Man, Captain America, Civil War scenario, you know? I know technically Civil War is a Captain America movie, but yeah, you know what I mean. Because yeah. that's, that's what I've heard from the beginning is that people were like basically going to do a Han Solo, Boba Fett, they're going to fight, and that's why they don't like each other. I always thought Civil War was another Avengers. That's what a lot of that's people said, because too, it's everyone. Yeah. 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 It replaced Avengers 2. But 
I do want a Boba Fett movie, and I really have, there's rumors are coming back up again about a Boba Fett movie. So, I mean, I, like, I'd be all right if they had Han Solo in a Boba Fett movie, right? You know, maybe as like the antagonist, kind of, you know, like flip it around a little bit. Yeah. Um, I just don't want another movie focused on Han Solo. Yeah. You know, I'm fine if he's there doing something else, but I don't want him to be like the main focus anymore. It's like, okay, we told, you told the story, you told the origin, move on. Yeah. You know. Especially how this one is, like, doing so poorly at the movies. Yeah. It's not doing well. How do you feel about the Lando solo movie now uh, that you've seen him? So, you know, like I said, I liked Lando a lot in this movie. I'd be fine with a Lando movie type thing, but under that same boat of... I think it's too soon. I don't want that to be the next anthology film that they do. I'd rather the next one be either a Boba Fett movie or Kenobi or something else, you know? I mean, I was talking to Zach about this when we walked out of the theater. I, like, I want to move away from the main people that we know and tell different stories again, you I, know? I completely agree. I'm like, tired of this whole Civil War era. Like, I, yeah, like, Galactic Civil War, love the era, it's great. I mean, I personally like the Clone Wars era more. I, I doubt they would ever go back there for any reason because mm-hmm. we've already had the TV show Clone Wars and then the prequels. They've covered a lot of ground, even though it was right. incomplete. But yeah. But I feel like now, okay, we, we've we've run our course through the Galactic Civil War. There's this new era that you've only had two movies in that we know little about. We're about to have a TV show in it, which is great, you know, resi- Resistance. Um, but even then, it's like... I want to go to like the old Republic or like just tell different stories besides the, from the characters that we know and love. Um, like with the Darth Maul cameo, I loved it as a star Wars fan, but I also don't like it because I don't want them to feel like they have to have a major character in every anthology movie. There's something going on outside. Um, but you know, it's like, like Rogue One had Darth Vader and yeah, it makes sense and it's totally cool and I don't have a problem with it. But it fit, yeah. huh? I mean, in that one, it's like it it's perfect. Darth Vader is part of the whole issue. You know, it's the right time period. And here it's kind of like we didn't see it coming. Right. And it's kind of like in some ways it does feel out of place. But to like, those who understand the context of. Right. And, and, like, like, and all that. I think it's fine. And I think it works because it's from this part of Maul's history that we haven't seen yet, you know. Like, this is when he is still, like, a big crime lord. And so, it, like, the, it makes sense, but it's still, there's something in my mind that's like, please don't feel the need to add these cameos into every movie, you know? Well, Ron Howard said in an interview that um, he fought for Darth Maul because he felt like, based on, again, Maul's history in the Clone Wars, he put to hold this this big crime syndicate, um, he felt that like he was perfect. Because looking at the script that character was simply titled boss or something like that. And he's like, yeah, I think Maul is perfect. And then the writers, uh, the director, they're like, no, nah, let's do something else or whatever. You know, he's a director, but other people, you get what I'm saying. But, um, but yeah, I think Maul was per- like cautiously, cautiously picked for this one. Yeah. I mean, if, like I said, it fit like, you know, even like Dryden, this whole collection of stuff, he's got Sith holocron. He's got, you know, I think he had lightsabers in there. He had crystals, right? Like, it fit, but it was still, like, 
Also, you were right about the Mandalorian armor that you were talking about, that you were telling me about, that actually has like red streaks and stuff. It does actually have red streaks. Yeah. It's red and black. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Oh. <clears throat> yeah. Which, Which is... It could be a reference to... Maul Super Commandos? Well, yeah, because remember how he, he took over Mandalore and like part of Death Watch, basically. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just like, hmm... Oh, no, the light's going out. That one was actually close to death, so. Um, but I think uh, someone said somewhere, or maybe it's in the visual dictionary, that it's just like Old Republic armor, kind of, you know? Like it's some type of Old Republic armor. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know for sure, but I mean, it fits Crimson Dawn, you know, Darth Maul, red and. Red and black. Red and black, yeah, like it fits. When you. Like you were looking at me, like I didn't know what the heck you were talking about. Yeah, because I, I felt sorry because I was like, I don't know, this is way over your no, head. No, 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 no. I watched some YouTube videos explaining, you know, oh, okay, Maul cool. and the ending and stuff, and that's how I know that it was actually explained in the cartoon series, and mm. also that he created the Mandalorians, right? Uh, his this little unit, yeah, yeah, they serve under him. Yeah, but I don't know. Like I said, I like the cameo. Don't get me wrong. I liked it, but I, it just it creates some thoughts in my head that I'm kind of worried about, you know? Yeah. Um, Mostly where they're going to take it. Hmm. Just that's your worry is where they're going to take it? Yeah. It, it, you know, like I said, I don't want, like, I'm trying to think of a good example of what they might do. A mall standalone? No. It, well, I, I'm talking about in terms of, of the cameos, right? Where it's like, I don't want it to be... Oh, bombard you with all these cameos? Right. Like like a cameo that really didn't need to be there, but they mm -hmm. did it because they know it'll get people excited and like the movie more. Mm -hmm. Because let's be honest, with Rogue One, a lot of people, what's one of the main scenes they talk about? They talk about the Vader scene. The ending yeah. one, yeah. So, and what are people talking about with this movie? The talking dark. about the mall scene. Yeah. I don't want that to become a trend where it's like they have to rely on these cameos as a bit of a crutch. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it will, but it's a possibility, you know? No, I, I agree. Yeah, but... yeah, It might just be more so to get the actual true fans excited about it, like the ones that have been there from the beginning and watching all of them and know all the lore like you guys do. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, it was, it was definitely cool for people like us, you know? Yeah, but again, they can't just serve... Well, I mean, a company's money... Or, sorry, a company's objective is to make money, so they have to focus on the whole general, you know, audience, the general audience. But what sucks is that you got this really diehard fan base where we're ripping this franchise in half, you know, especially ever since Last Jedi, and then now this movie's bombing partially because of, you know... The, the train wreck of Last Jedi in terms of it split everyone in half, and then five months later, we got this Han Solo movie that no one asked for. People were just dissing it already from the get-go and all that production issues, so it's like, yeah. main thing I'm worried is that it's going to keep, and it will, and so it's a valid reason to worry, but they're going to they're gonna be too afraid to take risks now because Solo fucked up, and then I, The Last Jedi made a good amount of money, and it got a lot of rave from like the critics, but like, Dom still doesn't like the movie. So that's clearly the reason why they're not going to want to take risks is because of Dom. But even though Sorry, that's, guys. that's what they need to do. I know. They need to take risks. They need to use the universe as a vehicle and less of a, like, hey, it's a Star Wars movie. Like, it needs to be, like, 
okay, it's in this universe. Here's stories within the universe that are unique and different. There's a fine line between being repetitive enough, but also innovating enough to where they can actually be able to make these movies interesting. Well, I think a part of the issue with The Last Jedi, though, was just like some of the directions that they that Ryan Johnson took with these main characters, and it was just like not what people were expecting. So, yeah, because everybody was expecting another J.J. Abrams movie. Mm, I wouldn't agree with that. I would very much agree with that. Mm. Everybody well, was looking for a cookie cutter <clears throat> movie, I think. We'll get another J.J. Abrams movie here soon. Unfortunately. Well, not soon, actually. In like a year and a half. Unfortunately. Which is, well, I think it's good that, we're, that we have to wait for the next one. I feel like we need that break at oh, this I point. I wish it was longer. I wish it was longer? <laughs> I don't want them to be pushing out a movie every year. Even Hence. though it's still going to be waiting another year or so. But yeah. still, I, I don't know. Let's talk about something good. This movie looked fantastic. Yeah, Bradford Young is a fantastic DP, and the lighting in it was amazing. Yep, that and the, um, the effects, the visual effects, special effects, all of it was... an Infinity War. Fant- yeah. What did I tell you last time about this discussion? With Star Wars, they're going to take extra care with their special effects because they know that they want it to look really, really good, and Marvel, it's a whole different right, community. and Infinity War sucks, so they didn't care as much. Yay! There's also a lot of like just practical stuff in this movie, which was awesome. You know, The costumes, the aliens, yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's also just but that's what Star special. Wars is again. Yeah, but it looked really nice. That war scene on Mimban was, well, like fantastic. And I wish that was in Rogue One. Mm-hmm. You know, and I wish they spent that more real gritty. You know, yeah, because that was a war movie. Like that scene, that was fantastic. You know, I... that's how they marketed it when they first announced it. Like, yeah, it's Star Wars. You know, like yeah, it's gonna be a war movie, like Saving Private Ryan. I didn't quite get that feel of Rogue One for, for, for Rogue One until the very end when each character started dying it's because they reshot everything and yeah. apparently like the dude who rewrote um, the dude who rewrote Rogue One actually got a screenwriting credit and if you're a rewrite if you're doing rewrites on a movie you have to rewrite over 60% of the film so um, yeah so like it was like a gritty war movie at first but then it didn't do well in terms of like the actual public uh the general audience when they do screenings and stuff, and so then they're like, we need to change this fast, and so they did. So that's probably why Rogue One, a lot of people don't like it, because it feels really clunky at sometimes. To me it doesn't, but other people think it does. They don't like a lot of the stuff in Rogue One. I don't know why. Hmm. But yeah. My main beef with that one was just that you're introducing all these new characters, and you're just as you're starting to actually find them interesting and care about them, they all die. Yeah, I'd, if with that, yeah, people were just like, oh, man, like, it was really heartbreaking. I'm like, no, it wasn't. I only know kn- knew these people for, like, an hour and a half, and that's it. Yeah, I didn't have really enough time to care. Yeah, so like, I felt I bad for like, Darth Vader not being able to get the Death Star plans. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I wouldn't say that I cared about the characters, but I was still happy that they all died. I feel like it fit that. A noble sacrifice. Yeah, and... There is the argument of, you know, well, if they were still alive, why wouldn't they have played a bigger part in the Galactic Civil War? You know, Rogue One would have been, like, the best infiltration team, probably, that the Rebellion had. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the fact that they were all wiped out, that makes sense. It worked. True. To keep true to the story. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't mind it. I like it when characters die, to be all honest. Like, I don't... I like it when people aren't afraid to go ahead and kill the characters, regardless if it's at the end or whatnot. Like... 
it, a lot of people died in solo again yeah. uh, like everyone from that first heist just gone yeah rio mm. which was like the best next to l3 gone yeah yeah i loved rio <sighs> yep val died no one cared about val thankfully yeah i feel bad for han when kira just like basically dumped him like and it was going to well, happen, so, but... <laughs> like, I, I like the fact that, and I was telling Zach this too, like, everyone except for Chewie betrayed Han in this movie. Yeah, at the end, there was, like, several double-cross, double-crossing the double-cross, the double-cross. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which fits why Han is such kind of... He's a, he's a loner, you know, and... I feel like they needed to sell it a little bit more in terms of his performance and the way that he acted with his dialogue. Like, with the Like, the instead cross. of holding him type thing, he should have just really just shot him and like you know fuck That's you it. and then walked away yeah um because i feel like that would have just made because that is kind of like han solo's character like he literally kills greedo gets up and gets up like you know gets up and walks away yeah uh so well it made more sense one thing that i try to keep into perspective when i can is that this is a younger version of han solo like he's still learning yeah. the trade so he's like 10 years before uh episode four so by that point he's probably practiced that so many times like he's kind of got like a Heart of stone, almost by that point, because yeah, he was still kind of holding on to a little bit of his good goodness, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, When he was holding, I still think it would have been better if he just was like, "Yep, okay, take the coaxium and leave." What if that's the Boba Fett movie? Because if you literally just saw your like crush of your life, where you went to war to come back for her, get up and leave, you would be pretty pissed too. Yeah. So, like, it makes sense for him to be kind of curmudgeoned and to be like, you know what, like, you were about to kill me, like, and leave. Mm-hmm. You can blur that out if you want to. Okay, beep. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. what if that's the Boba Fett movie where it's, like, Boba and Han have to do a job together. Ooh. And that's another... Oh, and he double-crosses him? Basically, yeah, and that's why they're, like, huge rivals is because, you know, Boba when was being Boba... And through some circumstance that's probably greater than I can think about right now, you know, Boba has to betray Han and kind of adding to Han's being a loner in the films, but then also adding to like that rivalry rivalry and why they hate each other. Well, let me ask you guys this, because this is something I keep hearing every now and again. I remember when Boba Fett was first announced as a possible standalone movie, like two, three years ago with Josh Trank directing it. Um people were concerned, like, no, like, don't do a movie about Boba Fett because it takes away the mystery of the character. Like, when we first saw his portrayal, masked person, didn't really say much, a couple lines in Empire, and that's it. And then when we saw him as, a, like, a whiny kid in episode two, it's like, oh, well, that's that's where he's from? Like, that kind of removes that mystery. Would you guys agree with that statement? Like, it's going to remove the mystery of this Boba Fett character? If you add something like can, the rivalry between him see, and Han Solo, the, or just in general, the thing that really kind of bothered me with like Han Solo itself is because like, if you go with the stuff that is already known, then it's not going to be fun to watch. But if you go with stuff that completely isn't known, that is completely brand new. So say if it's literally just Boba Fett, where we already know the character, we already know how he acts, and you know whatever, we don't need to know necessarily why he is. But let's have a movie where it's him doing a job, and it's him doing the job then we can get a more of a feel through that character by doing like 
by, you know, judging his actions, judging his dialogues, the way that he, you know, is more methodical with killing things or whatever it is. Instead like, of explaining it all. Instead of being like, let me tell you why and how he did the, you know, the Kessel Run in 12 parsecs. Like, that's what I wanted this movie to be was like Indiana Jones, but Star Wars. Like, not, you know, like, here is exactly line for line. God damn it. Um, here's exactly line for line, um, like how Han Solo turned into Han Solo. Like I want him to show me that through my act, through his actions, the way he interacts with Kira or whatnot, like that's more convincing. That's more appealing. Give me the remote. Yeah. But that's, um, that's the way they used to do movies. They, they have to dumb things down a lot these, these days. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. I just want to see. Tamir Morrison as Boba Fett doing his thing. You know, I'd be super stoked if he did that. Obviously, it's the right age. But if Daniel Logan, who did play Boba Fett, I think that would be my second choice for obvious reasons. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I mean, going back to, like, the mystery of the character, I mean, they covered more of him in Clone Wars, too, you know? Like, him as young Boba. But if you just think in terms of the films, and again, the general audience doesn't know much about Boba, especially in the Clone Wars series, like, would you say that that's going to remove some of the mystery of this character? Okay, hold on. <laughs> Our lights are dying. We'll go. Let's plug everything in from now on, people. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're, we're going to end it here pretty quick anyway, so. But I'll just wrap up this topic real quick. Um, I feel like it could remove the mystery unless they do it right, you know? Like, one, there's something about him not removing his helmet, you know? Which isn't, like, a big shock. Like, we know what he looks like, yeah. you know? I mean, but, like, don't remove his helmet. Keep his lines kind of minimal. Like, keep him to those, like, one-liners for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, have him be, like, just this really cool character. And I feel like... Uh, but would people even want to watch that kind of a movie? Like, if it's centered on Boba Fett, like, you would think he's going to do some sort of a lot of dialogue, but then it's like, what's the point of watching this character? Like, he needs because to have a really strong can, supporting actor. Or you, can character. Show, you can show how a character acts through actions. You don't need to show it through words all the time. Yeah, the that dialogue was one of the can problems. be from the other characters. One of the problems with Solo, I think, is that they told you too much. They treated the audience like it was an idiot, and I think that's part of Ron Howard's directing. This is the moment where I go off on Ron Howard, but, like, a lot of this, like, he has some good movies like Apollo 13 and whatnot, but, like, this movie was very much, like, the audience is dumb, so we need to tell them everything. Like, literally, like, in the first scene or whatever, when he's like, yeah, you know, we're going to do this, so we can go and do this, and that way we can go and do this. And it's like, okay, well, thanks for telling us all of that. We could have inferred that. We could have figured that out ourselves. Yeah. Well, yeah. Overall, good movie. I enjoyed it. Not top three on my list, but it's still, you know. I liked it more liked than it. I liked it more than Last Jedi. I'll give it that. Good for you, Dom. I'm glad. Disagree, but yeah, disagree. It, it was still a, it, it was still an enjoyable movie because I went into it with lowered expectations. I think. I will say for for Last Jedi, cinematically, it's a beautiful movie. Ryan Johnson did a great job, but as a Star Wars fan, I liked Solo more. So that that's my spiel on those two. Because you killed Luke Skywalker. Oh no. Oh no. As a Star Wars fan, that's not the I reason why I didn't like it. Last Jedi more. Yep. Well, gonna go wrap it up here as our lights start to die and everything falls on top of us. And yeah, 
That has been Swords and Lasers. Use the hashtag Swords and Lasers on Twitter if you have any questions or anything you'd like to say to us. With a Z. No, with it's with an Z. S. No, it's with a Z. It's with a, Why do you guys say that? It's with an S. It's not. They just say that to annoy you. I'm no, Jeff. if you if you look at it on on Rusher, it's it's a Z. No, I changed it. Oh yeah, he did change it. I changed it. You fucking asshole. I'm you Jeff. Access to that. That's Natalie. Cheek. That's Zach. That's Dom. <laughs> Thank you for watching. You can find this podcast on YouTube and your favorite podcast listening platform, except for Spotify and Google Play. Currently, hopefully, we'll get that changed in the future. This was somewhat less of a train wreck than the last one, but also a little bit more. We'll no see. one loves you, Jeff. Huh? No one loves you. Why we'll are you going to say some hateful stuff, man? Because it's me. All right, we'll see you guys Just next kidding. time. Thank I you for watching you, and listening. I hope I didn't forget anything this time. Bye. Fade to black right now. <laughs> Just end it. End it <laughs> I don't think now. you can really fade it to black when the light is sitting there flickering like that. <laughs> fade to black? No. Nope. You got to time nope. it. Fade to black. I will use those for your Swords and Lasers ended its production. And that was it, the final episode. Goodbye, everyone. This may be our last transmission. (laughs) They're fighting amongst (laughs) us now.